Thank you for the listening to the Red Cat Podcast. Welcome to the Seaverse. All right, ready, ready, ready. Hey, what's up, you guys? Yes, welcome back to. Um, our- <laughs> <laughs> oh, do not like that. We should have pretended we got Shane Dawson on. Why we still can't do it again? All right, hi guys, welcome back to another podcast with everyone and the. I mean, with the gals. I'm not a gal though, so. Honorary. <laughs> Today we're gonna talk about some urban legends and some theories, or what? What is it? Cryptids. Cryptids. Today we're gonna talk about cryptids, and we have all four of us has some significant stories, and we're gonna ask questionnaires for each other, and we're gonna like do a little test. Only three, I think. I wanted to talk about like our like paranormal things we've been experiencing recently. But it's night, and I'm scared, but I'm still going to do it anyways. Do you do you want to start, Cassie? So, I don't remember. I kind of forgot when this happened. But it was, I want to say it was, like, maybe a month ago. It was, like, really early in the morning. It was probably, like, 6. And nobody was awake yet. And I heard, like... Footsteps. like it reminded me of my brother when he was like running like across the hallways and I was like no like that can't be because like I would have heard him talking or you know like something like trying to like not spook myself out and then I fell back asleep and then when I woke up again everybody was awake and I was asking them, I was like oh like who was walking around the hallways like yada 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 and they're like Nobody was in the hallways, silly goose. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> oh my like, god. I heard it. Oh, no, 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 no. And and they're all like, no, like we were asleep. Like, you're crazy. And I was like, um, no. No, thank you. <laughs> oh my god. That's so <laughs> scary. I know. And I was I was thinking about it the other day because I was like, I'm cut I was glad. I was like, woo nothing paranormal or anything like that has happened to me or like in the house and then Mm -hmm. that just had to happen and I was like are you serious (laughs) it's always when you think that you're safe and in the clear that they come back and just give you a little scare oh maybe demons (laughs) maybe it's the dead children in my oh dead children shit no the the one with the pool the the one I can't The one I made fun of, I didn't mean (laughs) it. It's him. (laughs) He took a train to your house. (laughs) He booked it. On it, wait. I actually got one too. It happened at my grandma's house too. Oh no! Her house is so freaky. Okay, I have two. It happened two times, and it's it is always happening to me. So one, so everyone knows that my great grandma Nola passed away recently. And I remember sometimes she puts on like this like really scented like perfume that I know it, right? Yeah. And I'm going up the stairs. No one's upstairs because everyone's outside. And I get this like strong whiff. And I'm like, oh, whoa, like, is she nearby? And then I, I somehow I was like, oh, hi, grandma. And all of a sudden one plant started moving. I was just like, okay. Um, and then, um, I think it was at night. 
um i was getting ready to bed everyone went downstairs i'm the only one upstairs and it's so creepy upstairs and i heard a children laugh and i'm like oh it's probably kaden and his friend because kaden brought his friend and i go downstairs they're both asleep oh no <gasps> no i, I was like oh hell no i'm going to bed good night i didn't care i was like i'm not gonna fuck with that demon I know, yeah, I'd rather see things than hear things. It's kind of like, I feel like it doesn't really make any sense, but, like, I talked about this in the other podcast, but I heard, like, a ticking noise in my room, like, for, like, a year straight, and it wasn't, like, consistent or anything. It, like, it, like, stopped and started. And I remember Corbin said something like, oh, you might have, like, a rat problem. (laughs) 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 But I don't know. I still don't know what it was, but it was, like, it sounded like a clock ticking, and it, like, floated around my room, and then... I don't know, but that's the only thing I've actually heard. But recently, it happened like twice, I think, where I was in like my living room and it the hallway. I like look down the hallway and I see like a shadow like run into one of the rooms that you can like see through the oh, hallway. No, nope. and nope. I know, like it happened when I was with my dad the first time, I think, and I didn't even want to acknowledge it because I'm like, no, I'm just gonna like. I'm just going to sit back down and continue on. Because, like, <laughs> when that stuff happens to me, I don't really want to, like, I don't even know. Like, I don't want to pay Eat any mind it. to it. Yeah, yeah, I don't really want to. But it ha- that happened twice. And then recently, I was, like, I was home one day, and I was making cookies in the kitchen. And all of a sudden, like, the kitchen light, like, turns off. And, like, it wasn't just, like, the light cutting out or anything. Like, the light switch was up and then when I went to go check it was down and that freaked me out so bad and that's the last thing that's happened so far hold on hold on hold on I'm just experiencing some random ass sounds right now I just heard knocking like little tiny knocks it's a little rat at your door (laughs) (laughs) no it was scary for a minute I looked at my window because I heard a big bane outside I'm like okay and I'm just tripping and all I heard was this no, thank you. I think it's we're on all. My oh my god, he's here, Matthew. <laughs> Matthew. Ah. No, I'm scared. <laughs> no, but Run like, back. if I but... were often, I'd be like peeing myself because, like, that's <laughs> yeah. You know, I would like, like, I completely understand that mindset of like mm-hmm. not wanting to pay mind to like when something happens. Like, you just want to ignore it so that, like, hopefully, like, it will go away and like not happen again. <laughs> actually it's probably that it's probably that haunted doll you bought no i don't ah. like that doll <laughs> i the know monkey i don't like oh, the yeah. monkey you have either no it's not like the a- monkey the one that we, me and afton went to a, like a thrift store and she was like should i buy this i said no it's giving me like bad vibes and she still bought it it was like <laughs> it was like 50 cents under like a pile of junk and i was like oh it's like a little ornament doll with one foot so i bought it and that's when everything started so who knows it's the that's... doll go burn it but she liked the practical <laughs> jokers that sounds like a horror movie scenario where like know. you know what i mean some lady <laughs> yeah find some like like a it's like a doll for like a really cheap price and she's like Oh, it's so pretty. I must take it home. <laughs> oh, no. It's well, like the beginning of a new Annabelle story now. <laughs> yeah, if anything happens, you guys will have evidence. I mean, like, either way, it ends fine. Yeah. We just film you mm-hmm. getting possessed, and that's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Call it a day. 
Okay. Okay. Who wants to go first? Should it be mm-hmm. oldest to youngest? Oh, oh Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing youngest to oldest because that means it's me. We flip a okay. coin. If you don't want to go, I'll just go since it was my idea. Okay. Here it is. <clears throat> so originally, I'm like the biggest Bigfoot fan. And <laughs> so I was going to do Bigfoot, but I was like, you know what? I think it's already proven. Like, let's move on from Bigfoot. So I was looking <laughs> and I, <laughs> I found, <laughs> found something very interesting. It's called the Loveland Frogman or Frogmen, because I guess it's more than one. The description of these guys is interesting. It's not really like much, but like when you get into like the stories, it's like it's weird. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they they have web hands and web feet and they are walking frogs. Woo! <laughs> uh, they stand around one meter tall or like it says like three to four feet tall. And <laughs> and my favorite fact is that they can withstand cold temperatures without having to hibernate, which is, I mean, that's interesting, an interesting note to take. That's scary, though. Just imagine, like, it's wintertime and you just see a frogman, like, running past your yard. <laughs> the weird thing is, like, I don't know if, like, is it just only Ohio? Like, they're native to Ohio or the sightings are only there, but... Honestly, um, it could be like a curse in Ohio that could happen. <laughs> it is Ohio after all. <laughs> These guys get up to a lot. Um apparently they have the physical ability to use sticks and tools. <gasps> and they also have an ability and I saw this in a lot of like illustrations I don't really understand. They have an ability to like use sticks to like set off sparks like a wand. <laughs> <laughs> very interesting wizards my uh source said this means that they have an ability to control electricity so <laughs> take, <laughs> i mean take what you want with that would you like me to read off the first encounter yes, yes. at approximately 3 30 a.m an unnamed <gasps> businessman claimed to have witnessed three bipedal reptilian entities congregating by the side of the road the man pulled his car to the curb and observed these creatures for what he estimated to be about three minutes during this time he noticed that these strange beings stood between three and four feet tall were covered with leathery skin and had webbed hands and feet their most distinguishing characteristic however was their distinctly quote-unquote frog-like heads which the man claimed Bore deep wrinkles where their hair should have been. <laughs> just, as, <laughs> just as the man was about to seal away, the creature stood up and held what the witness described as a wand above its head. The source explained that sparks spewed out of the end of the device and the frog took off. And that's how the legend started. Um, very Don't. interesting. Don't. This first sighting was in 1955. So a while ago, you know, they've been around for a while. There's like three sightings and the last, like, the only like quote unquote video evidence is not real. And it's like a really bad, like, 
guy in a frog costume in a lake. <laughs> so funny. But yeah, I don't know. Not much evidence for these guys, but maybe that speaks for itself. I mean, maybe, you know. It sounds smart. very, very interesting. It's just like, I would want to see more and I want to know like more like scenes of them. But right now there's only one. So I'm kind of skeptical. Oh, I have the... another for you. This, one, this one's going to change your mind. Okay. At about 1 o'clock a.m. on March 3rd, 1972, a police officer who, and this says he chose to stay anonymous. I don't know. I want to be known for that. Was traveling along <laughs> Riverside Road heading towards Loveland where he saw something that would forever change his life. The officer claimed that he was driving slowly due to the substantial amount of ice on the road when he saw what looked like a dog by the curb. Suddenly, the animal darted out in front of the cruiser, forcing the officer to slam on the brakes in order to avoid a potential collision with the creature. Once the police cruiser came to a halt, its headlights fell upon the prone animal. At this point, the officer describes something that seems literally too bizarre to be true. In the span of seconds, this crouched, frog-like creature stood on two legs, stared back at the policeman, and then scrambled over the guardrail and scurried down, finally disappearing into the Ohio River. <laughs> it sounds like a fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> I know, this like is chapter one. Water. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was so good. He described it as three to four feet tall and weighing around like 50 to 75 pounds. Do you think it's real? My answer I is think yes. So. I know <laughs> it's real. I believe in the frog people. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> what I'm curious about, what I'm curious about, because all of these small towns have these, like, cryptids, right? Yeah. Like, there's one town um, in particular that has, like, a Birdman myth, and, like, there's, like, similar to Mothman, which someone else will get into later, like, there Woo! was weird stuff going on nearby. So mm-hmm. I'm curious about um, Loveland, Ohio's attitude towards, you know, the the theory of these frog people or yeah. the notion that they could be around. If there's like a culture that believes and supports it, or if it's like if it's a select few of people, few people who are like kind of playing into the frog thing. Yeah, I saw um, like I feel like if it was. Like, a lot of small towns, I feel like, make up stuff, like, you know, to draw, like, attention and stuff. Yeah. But for this one, I didn't see, like, I expected to see, like, you know, like, merch or, you know, like, stuff like that, like, t-shirts and stuff. But I only really found, like, those three, like, witnesses and also yeah. the new one with the fake video. But I feel like <laughs> that kind of makes me believe it a lot more that there is only, like, a couple documented sightings and not much... You know, like if yeah. it was everyone was seeing this frog, I feel like I'd be a little more skeptical. But yeah, it doesn't seem like just yeah, like it doesn't. Oh, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. What were you gonna say? I was gonna say that it does. Like, I guess what you were saying, how a lot of people haven't, or there was there isn't much sighting, so it makes it more believable because I feel like with all these other ones, like obviously like Bigfoot or like Man and all that it could be used as a way for them to like i don't know like a marketing tactic like they were saying earlier so yeah that's all i had to say yeah (laughs) i saw like 
this one town in like southern northern california is like the bigfoot capital of the world and they go all out for bigfoot like there's it was on the mm-hmm. buzzfeed unsolved episode where there was like the bigfoot burger and the bigfoot hotel <laughs> but yeah. i haven't seen any frogman hotel so i'm gonna you need I to think start one yeah, oh my god yeah we should all move to ohio <laughs> and search what if we for actually this thing? see it when we move there like we're driving down <gasps> oh and we gosh. like randomly like stop because it looks like a human but it turned out to be a frogman that's so cool <laughs> i'll get out of the car and be like can i get a selfie fucking feels me <laughs> oh bleep that out I'm so sorry. i was gonna do like i was looking for like ocean ones because i feel like ocean would be like the most like believable since like we've only explored a tiny bit of the ocean yeah but like this was it's close enough to where it's it's in a body of water it seems so i'm like you know what I think this guy's real. Yeah. And, and then also... Oh. <laughs> sorry. Keep going. Keep going. Sorry. Sorry. Also, the... Damn it. I lost it. No, I found it again. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> it's that I've never heard of these, like, frog people before. And I think it's so cool that you brought it up. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And since we talked about the ocean just for a little bit, I'll go to my story of what I'm going to talk about. Woo! So (laughs) my topic is the Bermuda Triangle. And so it begins like this. The Bermuda Triangle is a mythical section of the Atlantic Ocean roughly bounded by Miami, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico, where dozens of ships and airplanes have disappeared. Unexplained circumstances surround some of these accidents, including one in which the pilots of the squadron of the U.S. Navy bombers became disoriented while flying over the area. The planes were never found. Other boats and planes have seemingly vanished from the area in the good weather without even radioing distress messages. But although Myrid Fan... Fan... Oh my gosh. Okay, you don't skip that word. Theories have been proposed regarding the Bermuda Triangle. None of them prove that mysterious disappearance occur more frequently there than in other well-traveled sections of the ocean. In fact, people navigate the area every day without incidents. Mm. And then this is where it kind of like gets scary for me because I'm just like, no, ma'am. So... The legend of the Bermuda Triangle. The area referred to as the Bermuda Triangle or Devil's Triangle covers about 500,000 square miles of the ocean off the southeastern tip of Florida. When Christopher Columbus sailed through the area on his first voyage to the New World, he reported that a great flame of fire, probably a meter, crashed into the sea. One night, that a strange light appeared in the distance a few weeks later. He also wrote about erratic compass readings, perhaps because at the time, a silver of the Bermuda Triangle was one of the few places on Earth where true north and magnetic north line lined up. Okay, so I'm going to read three. Well, this one includes two, and it started in 2005 and 2007. On two separate incidents, two Piper PA planes disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle area. One on the 20th of 2005 between Treasure K Island of Bahamas and a Fort Pierce of Florida. There were three persons on board. The second incident took on place on April 10th, 2007 near Barry Island. 
the plane flew into a category of six thunderstorm and lost altitude. Only the pilot was on board and no passengers. <gasps> 2008, Bryn Norman Islander. A Bryn Norman Islander, and let me just say, this one, this one kind of like got me. And I'm just like, I'm never mm -hmm. going to the ocean. I, I hate it. Okay, so a Bryn Norman Islander, also known as a three-engine Trislander, took off hmm. from Santiago, for New York on December 15, 2008, at around 3.30 p.m. with 12 persons on board, after 35 minutes from takeoff, the aircraft fell off the radar. A massive search operation was launched by a U.S. Coast Guards, but the aircraft was never traced again. It was last known location was about four miles west of West uh, Kaikos Island. No, no debris could be found. Hmm. So, in other words, the plane crashed, but there was no debris. I don't know, hmm. man. What I find interesting about the Bermuda Triangle, I guess, is that, like, okay, yeah, like, planes go, like, missing. um, Like, you know, like, over any ocean or body of, or landmass, I guess, I should say. But, um, like... I don't know, because it's like, I'm unsure about my beliefs on the Bermuda Triangle, but I will say that it is strange that, that weird things keep consistently happening over this body of water in this specific area, and I don't think we can just chalk it up to, like, hysteria or, like, these, like, psychosomatic physical symptoms and manifestations. Mm -hmm. I don't know. In my honesty i think it's a creature that's like living there since it said there was a meteor crashing down however we don't know if it's going to be true or not because it could be a magnetic line where it just loses like power and everything but i feel mm -hmm. like they build that triangle because they're hiding something from the um, government like the government's hiding something um, another thing is Amelia Earhart. Let's talk about this. People say that she flew over the Bermuda Triangle and later on was found. People say they, okay, I, I saw this before. They said they found her plane that crashed. But in my mind, I'm like, how can like this 500,000 mile ocean wash up a plane at a certain aisle like a certain no like at a certain area that they like be like oh it's amelia's plane we know where she was she died and like blah 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 but in my eyes i feel like she survived and went quiet and she you know she kind of just said like i'm gonna go secret and i'm gonna live my life a secret way let's take a plane ride over it and see what <laughs> happens I thought it was interesting hearing about the magnetic fields and stuff. Like, I have no clue what that stuff means, but I like hearing about, like, the differences in that area compared to other areas that planes may fly over. Mm-hmm. Again, we, I, again, this is, like, something that will, we, some, okay, I'm not, I can't speak, I can't think of the words, but in the future, when we have better, like, devices and stuff we will probably figure out what was like hidden 
Like, I feel like someone's going to figure out what's the Bermuda Triangle about. My thought, I thought it would be like the biggest, like, you know, like the theory about the biggest squid, the Kraken. Yeah. It could be something like that. And they're just keeping it off guard. Like in my head, I'm thinking they build the triangle as a gate for the animal not to escape in our ocean. I I'm see. Like, That's a solid theory. Like if if there's a big creature, why wouldn't the the US government want to seal it off? Yeah. And don't forget, it's a magnetic field. So the creature is probably not cooperating with the magnetic, so it like retreats back to the triangle. I'm on board with your theory. I, if I have this right and the government comes after me. They're going to get you. They're going to be at your door right now. (laughs) The men in black. They just, they use the the machine or whatever to wipe my memory. (laughs) But like, yeah. What if like, there's like some big animal, like Godzilla. That's like alive and it's in the triangle. Like, I like it. We don't know. Like, there's that movie, um, Pacific Rim, with <gasps> oh, the yeah. the kaiju's. I think that's what they're called, and mm-hmm. they all are like in the ocean, basically ocean Godzillas. Which Godzilla <laughs> is a kaiju. <laughs> mm. I love it. Also, another thing, and I'm gonna stop. If anyone knows the movie Hotel Transylvania, <laughs> <laughs> okay. There was Hotel Transylvania 2, and they went... No, 3. This is 3. Where they went on the trip? Yeah. Um, Their destination was the Bermuda Triangle. Do you think their boat crashed there, and that's what they're trying to um keep people away from? I think it's a big <laughs> waterfall. Another theory is a waterfall. Like, if the airplanes lose connection and they, like, crash, I think it's a big area for all the ships and planes just to crash at one area so they can like never discover what's the inside of that triangle what if it's like hiding something that it could like end the world or what if it's hiding something that could like start a new virus what if they can like start new life or like there's an animal that we never discovered what if dinosaurs are in that area what if it's like (laughs) a safe what if it's like what if like it keeps flowing to my head I like the Hotel Transylvania theory, if you could keep going with that one. Okay, I have, like, a test question, but it's only one, okay? Oh, no. So, when I started my topic, so, (laughs) what are the three areas that are bounded by the Bermuda Triangle? I can't believe you wrote a (laughs) test question. No, I just came (laughs) up. It's only one. It's only one. Uh Uh-huh. You said the three areas. Yeah. Um, it's Florida, um, Puerto Rico, and the Caicos, right? Mm, I'm gonna get one point for Ross, like half a point. It's Puerto Rico, Bermuda, and Miami. Oh, well, Miami, Florida. I said Florida. Yeah. Oh, Florida, dub. Mm-hmm. Sorry. <laughs> Not my fault. He, Yeah, Ross got it right. The three areas that are making the triangle is Miami, Florida, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico. Okay. Now, I want to hear what you two have. I'm curious. Um, Should I just go then? Sure. Yes. Okay. So, 
so naturally, being that I grew up on the interwebs, um, I'm going to be talking about Slender Man. Um, so there are two interesting aspects, I would say, of Slender Man um, stories, his stories. But um, let's first start out with what Slender Man is, what he looks like. So he's usually depicted between like 6 to 15 feet tall. But I usually imagine him as like seven to eight feet tall is a good um, is a good like average I would say. Um, so he's a very tall human, um, no hair, no facial features, and his skin is completely white. Um, and he wears a black suit with a red tie, um, and he also has tentacles, according to some people. That only come out on special occasions. <laughs> um, so basically, um, there's the Slenderman um, story, which came out in 2009, but there's also urban legends. And so with the story, it's very simple. You know, there's this slender creature that lives in the forest and kills... Um, unsuspecting children and people um, by psychologically torturing them. But there are also reports, allegedly, dating back to 17th century Germany that, um, that say there's a faceless, very tall man that would kidnap children and um, kill them, basically. So he might, he might be German for all we know. Um, mm. <laughs> um honestly the the German name for Slenderman is pretty funny. I think it's like um it's Der Schlankerman <laughs> which is pretty funny. Um but I think what's interesting about Slenderman is that there's st- allegedly stories about him predating the 2009 story um across multiple different countries. Um and that's including Asian, European, and North American countries as of recently. Um, but um, so there have been a few, I want to call them reports, but it's really hard to say with a cryptid or a creature that's gained so much traction. Um, but there are reports that he can be found lurking around playgrounds, heavily wooded areas, of course, um, any really desolate streets or neighborhoods. Um, it seems like his target, while he can go for anyone, is usually children, which I think is um, a really interesting and disturbing element to his nature and his character and the way in which he kills, um, which is, it's graphic. So if you don't like graphic things, then um, stop listening. <laughs> but, <laughs> but he takes his victims and he stalks them for a period of time. Um, and he makes them feel crazy. He'll stand outside of their homes. Um, he'll watch them from afar. He'll, you know, knock on their windows at night. Let them know he's no, watching. Oh my god, <laughs> I'm getting um, scared. No, I'm sitting next to my window. <laughs> and and he'll he'll basically psychologically break these people down until they're ripe for the murdering. Um, in which he'll kidnap them and then use his tentacles to stab them onto a tree branch um however european like german people say that his victims are found 
um, with their organs removed. So that's interesting. Um, And I think, so like with the, not just the urban legend, I guess, but also the the 2009 um, North American introduction of Slenderman, (laughs) there's there's obviously been a lot of, um, I don't want to say outrage, but a lot of hoopla surrounding this character. And so um, there's these, um, I will say that there are allegedly people who help Slenderman get his victims. Um, And these people are called, and I quote, proxies. Um, And I personally don't believe these people exist, but some people do. Um, the two girls who stabbed their friend 19 times in the name of Slenderman, they believed that that would make them Slenderman's proxies, that they could be with Slenderman and help them, um, you know. <laughs> um, but from my understanding, according to the Slenderman stories, proxies do not live very long once in um, Slenderman's employ, so... I don't know. <laughs> it's very interesting because I like how you brought up the case because I was going to say something about it. Like, there's some people who really believe it, which um, when I was a child, I really thought I believed it. And I know, me, me too. too. Growing up, it kind of made me get scared because my grandma had a cabin in the forest and every and it was like tall trees. Yeah. So it kind of like, you know mess me up as a child because it's scary and i watched that movie because they made like a slender man movie and when you talked about like um he's stabbing them the the children with like the tentacles and like put him on trees it there was like a like a death of a character at the end and she was like wrapped around a tree and the tree like consumed her and she became like one with the tree that sounds kind of beautiful yeah it's, it's a, poetic. It's poetic, <laughs> but like it's it, it's just so I don't know. And then like describing how he like stalks you, makes you like break down. Like that's like the type of person he would go after me because I would break down so easily. Like I can't handle like if I hear like a knocking sound, I'll be so scared that I'll cry if I hear it again. <laughs> I thought it was super interesting hearing because I thought like when it was all the rage, I remember like seeing it everywhere and hearing all the stories and stuff. I didn't know that it was... I thought that it was just created, like, around that time, but I didn't know it had been around for so long. Yeah, so what I personally believe is that the 2009 um, story that was, you know, written about Slenderman that allegedly created him, um, I think that that was influenced by other European and East Asian urban legends about a very similar creature, and I think that this person kind of put it all into one cohesive, um, like, adaptation, if that makes sense. So I think it was influenced by allegedly real um, events oh. or stories. Wait, I think I know it. I think I know that there's an urban legend where there's, like, a lady that her mouth is, like, cut open. Do you guys, do you guys know what I'm talking about? Um, so this lady, okay, this is an urban legend. I I wasn't supposed to like bring it up, but like it like came to my mind, and it kind of sounds similar to Slenderman. 
So there's an urban legend. I think it's, I don't know. It's like somewhere, I think it is in China. I don't know. It, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But urban legend is that there's a lady with a mask. She'll go up to you and say, am I pretty? And your question has to be yes or no. If you say no, she's going to stab you with the pair of scissors in her hands. Yeah. And if you say yes, so she'll take off her mask and the the corner of her lips will go. There's a cut that goes all the way up to her ears. And she'll say, am I pretty now? And if you say yes, she's going to still kill you. And the only way to get away from her is to say, am I pretty? Is to make her confused. So that urban legend kind of like made me think of Slenderman just a little bit. Yeah. Because her target was children and adults who are by themselves. Yeah, I definitely think that it could have been influenced by by multiple things. And I think it's also interesting that there that if there are like global reports of him, like there has to be more than one. I just remember the was it there was a game a long time ago and it was like now looking at it it looks awful, but it <laughs> scared me when I yeah. was when I saw it. It was the scariest thing. Yeah, the it's the one where you collect like the, the papers. Pages. Yeah, yeah, the pages. Or like the Roblox one. The Roblox one. Yeah, on Roblox they there was like so many Slenderman games. It was like the same thing like the pages, but there was like multiple people and you had to like survive from him. It was kind of like it creeped me out as a child. Yeah. It also kind of like affected my like sleeping too cuz I would get like severe nightmares about it. I definitely had like nightmares about Slenderman and like yeah, I mean, they were like watch, the fake tonight we're gonna calls. get nightmares about all the things we just thought about. <laughs> no, the Frogman's probably acceptable, but I know I kind of want to see the Frogman at yeah. my window. They seem chill. They seem like a person that I would hang out with, like a Coca Cola in my hand and sitting out to the dark <laughs> night. <laughs> okay, we all been waiting for this last one. And it's Cassie's. I feel like you guys are hyping me up too much. Watch it suck. No, <laughs> no, it's good. We love it. I'm so scared. Okay, um, so I got, I did Mothman, and I guess like his origins are like how people like like the first sightings of him are kind of like vary from whoever you ask. Um, he originates in West Vir- he resides in West Virginia. What a country man. And I guess the first sighting was in November 15th, 1966 or December 15th, 1967. Those are two completely different dates, but you know, it's one of the two. It's one of the two. And there was I know there's one sighting where a couple had seen him and then there had been other ones where they just reported him I guess hopping around on trees having a jolly good time and then there is this one where they were talking about a bridge and supposedly he had I guess claimed this bridge that caused this like horrific accident resulting in like 46 I think 
around the 40s of people's deaths and they claimed it was mothman yeah (gasps) so they associate mothman with like you know this destruction and terror and all that stuff which i find pretty funny because this is like a man-sized bird and a lot of these sculptures (laughs) that they are these statues that they have of him in their town have like he's like ripped like six pack and all like i was gonna say i was gonna say what if he's like a jojo character with like (laughs) that's how they make him out to be honestly if i had a date with mothman i'm gonna say yes (laughs) (laughs) he's gonna have you on his back while he flies around the town that is big beautiful red eyes like the carpet's not even him Um, the carpet's just him (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right <laughs> i know and then all the attention's on you so imagine that how romantic but he yeah red eyes i have blue eyes let's make purple <laughs> <laughs> that's so beautiful i loved it but yeah so the town that he i guess was sighted in in point pleasant has like an annual festival and like everything's like Mothman and like Afton was saying, um, BuzzFeed and Soft, shout out to them. <laughs> they did a episode on Mothman, which I highly recommend. That episode is so funny, but yeah. And I had also found a story on Reddit. <laughs> so I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, at first, I didn't really understand what they were saying until the end, and it's actually kind of sad. But I'll read it out for you guys. This was posted by Colin the Wolf 08 six days I ago. I love the username. <laughs> I do too. I'm also a wolf. Shout out it's to Colin the, if he's if shout he's out there. To Colin. <laughs> um, the title is "I snuck out one night and saw something unexplainable." Oh. All right. Ready, guys? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. My eyes widened as I saw the gift my dad had brought me. It was an electric bike. I had wanted one for the longest time, and I finally got it. Unfortunately, I couldn't have ri- or ridden it because of the snow, and I waited patiently for winter to end. Soon enough, my big break came. The snow melted. I woke up and, this- and saw the snow was gone. I ran to my parents as fast as I could. Dad, the snow's gone. I shouted with delight. Well, that's good, honey. Is there something you want to ask your mother and I, he asked. And then they replied with, yeah, I can I ride my bike? You got me for Christmas? The snow is finally gone and I really want to ride it. All right, I guess. Let me set it up, honey, my father replied. Soon enough, the bike was ready to go. I rode it through the yard and it was very fun. I almost fell off a few times. I eventually got the hang of it, and my father told me I could ride it on the road. First, I started slow, then I sped up as time went on. Eventually, I started going on third gear, and it was super fun. I don't know what that means, but it sounds fun. <laughs> one of the, on one of the rides, I examined the scenery around me, and then I got an idea. Imagine this area at night. It would be so cool, I said to myself. After a few hours, it was time for dinner, and I parked the bike and went inside. We ate. In my mind, I began to create a plan where I would sneak out at night and ride the bike down on the road. It was stupid, I know. After dinner, I played some video games, and my mom and dad came up to me. 
We're off to bed. Don't stay up too late, sweetheart, my mother said in a light-toned voice. I got it, Mom. I said no. I played games until I felt it was safe, <laughs> safe to sneak out. I tiptoed into the basement door, and I opened it. I crept down the stairs as quietly as I could and shut the door. I walked over to the bike and took the covering off. We had a garage door and then and a normal door in the basement. I opted for the normal door as it was more quiet. I opened the door and wheeled the bike out. Then I got to riding. Um, I examined the area. It looked creepy at night, but that's what I wanted to see. I put the bike <laughs> in the highest gear and flew down the road. I heard the leaves crunching in the woods and stopped looking at the tree lines. Nothing, and I mean nothing, would prepare me for what I saw next. I looked into the woods and saw two big red eyes the size of baseballs looking back at me. I got out of the shock state and sped down the road as fast as I could. I heard a, gl- <laughs> I heard a gliding sound behind me and I sped down the road for God knows how long. I finally looked back and when I saw it, that thing was chasing me. It was black and it looked like it had massive wings about 10 feet. I only saw the wings before I turned back to the road, running for my life as I thought whatever was chasing me was trying to kill me. I was going 30 miles per hour. It was fast for me, and the the bike began to wobble and spun out. I went flying off of it into the ditch nearby. I could feel the cuts and blood on my body as tears drenching down my face. It hurt everywhere, like it was burning with needles being stuck to my skin. I opened my eyes and it was blurry, but I saw the creature looming over me. It looked bird-like. I didn't see a beak. The it was black with fur, fur, <laughs> and I saw two massive ten-foot wings. It looked to be about eight feet tall and easily leaned over. It looked otherworldly, like it wasn't from this planet, almost as if it meant to look like that, not a mutation. My ears were ringing and my life was flashing before my eyes. I kept hearing the same phrase over and over again: "Three will die." Three will die. Three will die. I eventually got up, ignoring the pain, ran to the bike, and sped home. I didn't dare to look back, and I eventually reached our driveway and got off the bike and grabbed the key under the welcome home mat, using it to unlock and open the door. I threw myself down on the couch, crying. My parents were now angry and confused. I began to tell them what I had done, but all they heard were cries. My dad checked outside and saw the bike and put two and two together. He began to scream at me, to be honest, and I deserved it. I began to calm down and tell him what happened, and he told me what I saw was a part of my imagination and it wasn't real. I argued with him that it was, but I couldn't convince him and ran into my room. I cried myself to sleep. I awoke to the beeping, but it wasn't my alarm clock. I eventually recognized that it was a heart monitor in the hospital, and the nurse saw me and yelled, She's awake! Come quick! She's alive! (laughs) I know I should not be laughing. I feel so bad. But <laughs> my you guys, like, I like how all three of you are laughing, but my mouth is like a jaw dropping. Like that was like, wait, hold on, it's not done yet. It's <laughs> my dad came rushing in and hugged me. I saw the tears in his eyes, and I was like, and I was confused at it. I eventually saw my body was covered up in bandages. What happened? Why are you so sad? I asked. I'm sorry, my father cried. He began to explain that he left the stove on and forgot to turn it off. After we went to bed again, the house started to burn and he was able to get me out. Where's mom? Where's my siblings? I had asked him. He began to explain again. 
My father had finished up dinner, but was called away by my mother. He had left the stove on and forgot to turn it off. After I came back, he scolded me um, to go back to sleep. The house began to burn down as he exited the house and brought me out. He went back in but could not find the other siblings or my mother. He hugged me as I cried and repeated, I am sorry, I am sorry. I looked up to the, I looked up my encounter with the thing and found out multiple people had had similar encounters. I came to find the thing I saw most likely was the creature known as Mothman. It's usually seen before deaths, disasters, or deadly events, such as the <gasps> Silver Bridge Collapse of, in 1967. I got therapy after and eventually forgot about it, but the shock and fear of the situation has come back recently. I told my husband that he, the story, but he does not believe me about what I am seeing. I have been getting a bad feeling recently in our apartment. I keep telling my husband that we need to leave, but understandably he tells me that it's just my imagination. The reason I've been so concerned is because every night whenever I look out of our apartment, I see two glowing big red eyes staring back at me from that Oh, The end. Okay. Um, so, wow, I'm kind of, like, in shock, because, like, <laughs> now I know why you said three will die, three will die, the mother and the two siblings. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, if I, I don't think it's, like, a human. I think it's a spirit of, like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Instead of, like, a human base, I feel like it's a spirit that tells, like, what the future is going to be. Mm, you know what I mean? Because yeah. he predicted that three will die, three will die, three will die. And you know what's funny, too? He said it three times. Yeah. Um, Mothman, if you're out there, <laughs> join the podcast. Join the podcast. We know we want to know our future. Am I gonna like hit get hit by a bus? We'll never know. Oh, no. <laughs> but it's so interesting to hear that story. It's just weird how it cut to um her coming home and then waking up in the hospital. So that means she passed out in the ditch and then woke up in the hospital? No, so she had... She didn't pass out. She was, like, thrown, I guess, and then was able to get up and drive back home and then went home crying. But how did she... But how did she end up in the hospital and the father said um, there was a fire when she went dinner was done oh i guess okay so like what they were trying to say was that when they had gotten home like even after dinner he had forgotten to take out um oh turn off the stove stove. when everything when all the things happen yeah okay makes sense because i was like it's not adding up yeah it was a lot of information and i kept stuttering my apologies no you're good but that's so sad you get fo- uh, you get traumatized by like a scary six pack guy. <laughs> <laughs> scary, but, but and then it tells you three will die, and you're confused, and you're like blurry vision, and you wake up, and your mother's dead with your two other siblings. Like, wow. Yeah, that's like heartbreaking. I feel bad if like I really do, but 
now we gotta search it up a house fire that happened <laughs> in the 19 <laughs> do you think it's the story's true um i i don't know to be honest like I'm, it's too it's sad yeah and i don't want to discredit but like i don't know i genuinely do not know i yeah i want to say i don't know because it sounds like kind of like one of those like like a slender man story i'm not trying to be yeah mean. yeah no, like no, it no, sounds no. like fan fiction no, yeah. <laughs> it just kind of like sounds like a creepy pasta but like at the same time you don't know if it's actually true unless you have evidence of like the house fire that happened in west virginia in 1966 right or is it 1967 Oh no! They were talking about the bridge and how it was similar. That oh. one was nineteen sixty-seven. This one they didn't give like a year. Oh, yeah. when the house burned down. Maybe that's mm. maybe Ugh, a little me. sussy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be mean. I hope it's not fake. I hope it's. I hope it's just true. But like, I I really feel bad for the person. But I don't know. It um, sounds sad. Anything with sad stories kind of like make you think like you don't want to feel bad if it's fake or you don't yeah. want to feel stupid mm-hmm. that it's like not true. I um, personally do not believe this story. However, <laughs> I think that the people of Point Pleasant, um, Virginia, is it West Virginia? Yeah. Are definitely experiencing something strange with this Mothman, especially because there's that like there's that like government like like site nearby that's been like blocked off and abandoned. Um, well, that's right. Yeah, and they got I some stranger things up in there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think it's living so, in that government area? Like he was like trapped yeah. in there. Well, Do you that's think- the theory. There's, you think the, he's like caged in that area, like eleven? Well, mm-hmm. the going theory is that mothman is a result of whatever was going on in that um that blocked off area and that he's taking residence there because that's where he was created like me too and detective pikachu (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah i was like i was on board with the story for the most part until the end yeah and kind of threw me off like to where they were like oh and then I looked out my window, and there he was again. Yeah, like, it's part of like that. a movie. Yeah. yeah, it's like those like <laughs> you know those like TikTok stories. Like Rachel yeah. and I were born oh in two thousand four. I had white hair, she had brown hair, and everyone made fun of me. It's like those type of stories. <laughs> yeah, they said that Mothman was chasing her. Was yeah. it like did they say like flying say or flip. running? Because well, I'm picturing like full <laughs> sprint. <laughs> Abs I mean, he's all. jacked. I know, like, exactly. Like, arms out, just sprinting at you. Yeah. <laughs> he was doing his nightly jog, his patrol. <laughs> what if it's actually, like, a... Like, what if it's actually a jogger? <laughs> in a costume? And he's, like, getting chased down by, like, a wolf, and he's telling the kid to, like, hurry up. <laughs> it's a really or, like, bad... like, a bear. Bigfoot. A bear? <laughs> the jogger's getting chased by a bear and, the, and he's scaring the kid to run faster <laughs> I'm sorry I, if it's the true story I feel bad but at the same time we don't know the year so mm-hmm. yeah it seems very vague and very detailed at the same time yeah. also it's on reddit 
Yeah. <laughs> Take that with a grain of salt. But I do like their username because it has mm-hmm. wolf in it. <laughs> <laughs> well, this episode was very fun. My favorite. This was a really good episode. I love this one. I think this will be my favorite one. My this is this a will be my favorite favorite. Yeah, the chicken chicken winner. Chicken winter. dinner. <laughs> my second favorite would be talking about the roller backpacks because I was involved in an accident. Oh my that was my favorite. <laughs> that one was so good. And then my third was the nostalgia. We should do a graduation episode once we've all graduated. We all cry. Yes. <laughs> I would not. Happy tears. Get me out of here. I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> I literally and it like was funny. I told I texted Afton at school and I was like I hate it here I did not sign up for this to come back it's gonna be very interesting what we're gonna do in the future this was a good episode I I think this was like my favorite this is like the one that that was a winner mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um, we have so much to talk about and I'm excited for the future that we are ready and prepared so we'll end this here thank you for watching our podcast and for our future, we'll let you all know what we're doing. So, this is our goodbye. Bye. Don't forget about Bye. 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 Bye.